1: You, morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment at Dawn McLean
0: joins us as well for our one. Hello. Yellow blood. Hey. hey. What's that? Oh, you know, just a beautiful Tuesday.
1: It sure is. Every day is a gift.
2: Thank one you. more.
0: Thank you. <laughs> 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 Thank uh, you.
2: One more uh, tweet regarding Grey's Anatomy back sure. for its 19th season. They say, the year is 2087. Grey's Anatomy will be returning for season 176 <laughs> with the late Ellen Pompeo coming back from the dead once again to play Meredith Grey.
1: It's uh, like a soap opera.
2: I asked my I wife.
1: People are enjoying it.
2: My wife's been one of those diehard fans. Uh, she and Colleen, of course, from Colleen and Bradley. Uh, they, those are the two people that I know that still watch Grey's Anatomy, I think, faithfully. And I asked my wife, how do you feel? They're coming back for a 19th season. season, And she even said, oh, really? <laughs> okay, I, well, I guess. It's just getting thin. She thinks it's getting thin. Here's why I think it happened. Um, even beyond the Ellen Pompeo agreed to come back for another season of Grey's Anatomy, it's very difficult to find an anchor show on a mm. night where you have dedicated advertisers and you know you're getting viewers. And it might, might not be breakout viewership, but think of all of the other ABC drama pilots that have come and gone and never taken off despite right. all of their uh, uh, pomp and circumstance when they premiered. So I think ABC said to Shonda, who, by the way, you know, she's got her Netflix deal. She's ready to go full Netflix whenever that moment comes. But I think that they said, Can you give us another year? Could you write another year and we're gonna try and figure something out? We need a bona fide hit, but we need more time to figure out what that Oh maybe might be. And then and then well, Ellen Pompeo I, I says, Sure, so, I'll do it.
0: I feel so icky about ending on nineteen. Like oh, shouldn't like they end on twenty? Maybe just because like it's a round a good number, I just don't. It's like a, yeah, That's, don't that's, that's like an obsessive compulsive kind of thing, oh, though. Well, isn't it? no, <laughs> Let's have issues. I'm in. <laughs> you know, I put my papers here, and this paper here. And...
2: <laughs> Look, Don's rocking in the corner again. No, I think that's good, Don. I the twentieth season. That's free promotion right there. Right. You know, season the final twenty season. But they haven't yet said that it will be the final season. So usually, when you would announce this, you would say. And it's been renewed for its final season. They haven't said that just yet. But maybe that'll come in the uh, in the coming months, perhaps around the season finale. This May, they'll say, hey, this is it. Hope you liked it. It's going away next year. So grab your tissue box. And then
1: box. Ellen Pompeo can just retire or go do stuff for Lifetime.
0: Oh, you, you know? think that's what she'll be assigned to, just Lifetime movies? I don't know. I, I feel like after
1: doing this for like 20-something years... Are you really going to put her like in a leading role no. in a movie?
2: Oh, she's just she's Meredith Grey now.
0: Yeah, she's always Meredith Grey. Yeah, you
2: know. Yeah, I don't know if I've told you guys this, but I listened to the Will Smith audiobook, only and, several
1: hundred times, but really. <laughs>
2: and uh, as I listened to it, speaking of being known for that character, Alfonso Ribeiro was talking with Will Smith when Will Smith was getting cast as the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Fascinating story about how that happened. By the way, Will Smith on the road performing music with DJ Jazzy Jeff, Quincy Jones calls him. They're like Quincy Jones is on the phone. He's like, "What are you talking about?" Quincy says, "Hey, I want you to come out and hang out at my birthday party tonight." Oh, Will good. gets on, a, Will's like, "We don't perform until tomorrow." Okay. Will gets on a plane, goes hangs out with Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones then says, "I've got a show idea for you, and I think that you could be good for it." Mm-hmm. No kidding at the party. Suddenly, to Will Smith's surprise, they clear out the living room, and they have NBC bigwigs in there with Quincy Jones, and they say, Will, go read this script, and we're going to do the audition here in about 10 minutes. Will's like, what are you talking about? Wow, I will need so
0: into things like this.
2: I need weeks. Right? I need to go to oh, an acting coach. I need to figure it out. And then Quincy was like, no, no, no. Listen, there are these three people that make the decisions at NBC. They're all in that room right now. This is the moment when we do this. Will Smith goes in, reads. Quincy Jones essentially gets the NBC brass to verbally greenlight the show wow. right then and there, and then they move forward.
0: That's what? so exciting!
2: It what a what a night! And then he goes back; he flies back to like Detroit and does his music show, show the next ever. day, thinking my life just changed. All and that my to life say, just
0: turned upside down.
2: And I'd like to take a minute, <laughs> just sit right there to tell you how I became the Prince of a town called Biller. Alfonso Ribeiro says, "Whatever you do." Let the name of your character be your name. Make mm. them call you Will in the show. And Will said, why? What does this matter? He said, because people will call you that name for the rest of your life. And what do we call Alfonso Ribeiro? Had he not gotten AFV? Carlton. That's right. You know what I'm saying? You're
1: right. Yeah. Oh, so. interesting. Hey, um, don't forget Bel Air, the yeah. newly envisioned uh, Prince of Bel Air, the drama um, version is the full-length trailer is out and we will sample that coming up at eleven thirty. Very different from yes, what you might be expecting. Very. Yeah.
2: I heard a cute little bit this morning about um, Martin Short, Steve Martin, and Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez was on Live with Kelly and Ryan yesterday and people were talking about she and Cara Delevingne got matching tattoos but I listened and heard something else that jumped out which oh. is Steve Martin and Martin Short, how cute is this? And if you've seen the show, you'll really appreciate this. The show only murders in the building on Hulu, which they're shooting season two of right now in New York. She said that Martin Short and Steve Martin have just taken her under their wing and get this guys, how cute. They read her from like, they read her the newspaper in the morning. Like, well, listen to this, Selena. Let us tell you what's going on here. What? And then read her a little article <laughs> and then say, what do you think about that? And this. Is life imitating art or art imitating life? Because in the show, they're trying to, you know, you sense, obviously, the age divide. And uh, I just think, how cute. Imagine Martin Short and Steve Martin getting excited when Selena Gomez walks in the room. And then they say, look, we've got a a Gen Z -er or a millennial here. Let's read her this article and see what she thinks.
0: I love it. I love, love that. I have cute. to put that. I'm that on my list right now because oh, I Dawn. just finished a series, and so I really want to watch White Lotus first season and Only Murders in the Building because mm. there was I'll... some news about White Lotus mm-hmm. and, and who they're casting.
2: Start Only Murders first, and I'm pushing for that. And because it's mm-hmm. only 30 minute episodes, oh. it moves quick. And remember, I'm going to get. I'm going to wind Don over here. It is romanticized New York City life.
0: Oh, you know I the love hustle that. and the
2: bustle. It's oh. all there, Don. You'll love it.
0: I'll watch both at the same time. Donna. Okay, okay. Good.
1: I think you you will just love Jennifer Coolidge's performance. She's so annoying, but she's she's so coming good. back for season two. I heard. I'm very excited.
0: She's All right, great. lots to get
2: to today. Yeah, friends. so so uh, much. Let us uh, let us take a quick break. We've got uh, the latest on the the sad death of Bob Saget. Some things that we found out there, including what we've learned from. Uh, a nine one one call. Also, cause of death revealed for Betty White, and maybe it wasn't what we thought. That's coming up at nine thirty. When we come back after the break, things that make you go, huh? Figure this out, friends. Only three of the top fifteen eighties movies haven't had this. Only three of the top fifteen eighties movies haven't had this. That answer revealed. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve the Experience on my talk. So, one of your New Year's resolutions is to exercise, right? Mm-hmm. So, where do you start? How fit are you? Are french fries a vegetable? Right now, the Y is offering a new member
1: fitness assessment. Yep, this means you meet with a certified personal trainer who measures your current fitness and well being and then gives you a personalized plan to achieve your goals. Join by January 12th, and enrollment is $0.
2: Join now at ymcanorth.org.
1: And Steve on my talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with producer Don McClain. Hey, girl, hey. He's, hey, girl. Hey. Steve's hey. got some fun facts to share with yes, us. Ma'am. I can't wait.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
2: Only three of the top 15 80s movies had this. Um, a lot a, of numbers in that.
1: Okay. A, um,
0: I thought you said didn't have this.
2: You are right, Don, And this is Only why...
0: three.
2: You get it. You listen and I care about you. Only oh. three of the 15 highest grossing 80s movies haven't had this. A soundtrack.
0: That's what I was going to say, Don. Wow. Great minds think alike. Great minds think alike. Is that the answer?
2: That is not. Light? Okay, but let me say this. <laughs> the way that you all are going is that's a bit more like indie movie. Oh. Think... Think big budget, let's make some money.
0: Oh, like Back to the Future.
2: Only three of the 15 highest grossing 80s movies haven't had this.
1: Michael J. Fox. I don't like it.
0: In the movie. (laughs) Haven't had a remake.
2: Yes, gone. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: Only three of the 15 highest grossing 80s movies haven't had a remake. A sequel or a prequel. Those three movies. Oh, okay, actually, let's double down here. Care to guess, my friends? You guys are my best friends.
1: You're my buddy. Be.
2: Name a uh, a one of the top fifteen eighties movies that has not had a remake, a sequel no. or a prequel.
1: Something about
0: last night.
2: No. Let's go. <sighs>
0: top grossing.
2: Out of this world. Oh, E.T.? Yes, ma'am.
0: Oh, wow. Um, All
2: right, let's go. Breakfast Club. No. That didn't gross, probably. That didn't oh, get to top 15. Gotcha.
0: Okay. we got to think of like Big Budget, Steven Spielberg. Um, okay, okay. But,
2: yeah, I guess yes and no, though. Really? Funny that this is, yeah. Uh, Dustin Hoffman.
1: Oh, Rain Man. Scent of a Woman.
2: Rain Man is one of them. <laughs> that, was that was Al Pacino and Scent of a Woman. <laughs> okay. I like where your heads out there. I though. get
1: them mixed up, too. hoo <laughs>
2: All right, Rain Man, E.T., and Dustin Hoffman.
0: Oh.
1: Rain Man, E.T., and Dustin Hoffman? Yeah. Rain Man was
0: Dustin Hoffman.
1: What are you talking about? Are those supposed to be clues? Tootsie. Oh, Um, sure. Tootsie. Never saw it.
2: Whatever it is I think I see becomes a Tootsie
0: Roll to me. Wow! No, <laughs> what is that? Is that from? <laughs> That's a jingle. Ra- Rain man. No, no, no.
2: Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no! That's a oh. tootsie roll jingle.
1: <laughs> uh, right, but he, he said tootsie. Oh, tootsie. oh tootsie. I- That's Steve's mind
0: at play. Sorry, it's okay. Yeah. I'm a little slow today. No, I you're brain not. fog. <laughs> You're doing great. You're
2: doing great. We're happy you're here. He's
0: the problem.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's amazing for me, though, when people start apologizing. You know what? I'm sorry. I should have been tracking. This is my wife every day.
0: Oh. Why are you
2: saying that? Why are you doing that dance? Oh, because of the thing that happened 11 minutes ago in a different room that you weren't in?
1: (laughs) Your wife, Lauren?
2: I talked with her about this yesterday. <laughs> what are you talking? Um, let me about? explain. Don't, what are you
0: talking? No, this about? happened after you left. But. Okay, that's good because if I was here and I don't remember, I'm no,
2: <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. My wife's uh, nickname is Lou. That's the only name I call her. Mm-hmm. And but her her name is Lauren. And oh, okay. So Rocco said, "Oh, is Lou short for?" Lauren? And I said, then Donna was like, yeah, but it's Lauren. Oh,
0: my gosh.
1: <laughs>
2: Lauren. It's okay, so. Uh, <laughs> I
0: thought it was Luann. Like, Florida. No. Lauren.
2: So No, but no. not Lauren. see,
0: here we go. Okay. You're to set him off.
2: No, not. I'm just See, what
0: they don't understand. I'm
1: defending it, the honor of my bride. Lauren, L-O-R-E-N, uh-huh. and Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N, is it. actually pronounced the same exact no, way. No, 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 it's not.
2: It, no. It's Lauren. Just it's not. No, no, no. But L-O-R-E-N. that's
0: very of you to say Lauren.
2: No, no, no. L O R E N is like closed off the roundness Lauren. of O. Lauren. Lauren. The other one isn't Lauren. Like Donna keeps Lauren. saying. Listen, to me in here. here it is. It's Lauren.
0: Lore, Lauren,
2: not Lauren. I bet it Lauren. A U A U R E N L A U R E N.
0: You don't have to spell it again.
2: <laughs> L- Lauren, like the A, La- but the A U would make like Lauren. an A U. Oh, All right, oh, this sound. could go
0: on for hours, so
1: we'll just. I told her. I said, the... "Well,
2: your name came up." She's like, "Why and what?"
0: <laughs> did you? I said oh, it was a whole thing. And then
2: Donna did the Lauren. <laughs> oh, she's got a complex. If I say this to my name. wife Lou, they're like, "Is it?" Li-? Well, it's it's Lauren. They're like, "Oh, Lauren." And she's like, "Well,
0: Lauren." Mm,
2: it's actually Lauren. But...
0: Lauren, <laughs> I'm languishing in a field of daisies with oh, Lauren. Oh gosh. <laughs> we love you, Lou.
2: She probably hates this show. <laughs> just assumed. <laughs> uh, let's see what else they oh, have man. here. Oh, there's a significant LSD shortage, John. It's my matter to you in oh, the United man. States, <laughs> and there has been for more than a decade. It's because it's virtually impossible to get one of the ingredients required to make it, a chemical compound called ergot alkaloid. Oh no, ergot. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, wow, that's fascinating. I There's can't a- even buy a box of Sudafed for crying out loud. You know what I mean? You got to sign for it, show your yeah. ID, because everyone thinks you're making mess in your kitchen. <laughs> it's true.
0: <laughs> that is like a big thing in Missouri. Like you cannot get away with. It's all behind glass. Yeah. God yeah. forbid you get a cold. It's
1: locked up. You're yeah. like you're on I- I a have registry now.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's, it's Like oh, okay, well, I just bought some at Kmart too. Is that okay? Nope.
2: Oh, yeah, man. the items at a grocery store or a pharmacy that they choose to lock up are interesting.
0: Can I also say
1: mm-hmm. the packaging is getting out of Honest control? To goodness. I to goodness. mean, I just went to open a bottle of eye drops the other day which i'm sure is another ingredient in meth and i honestly it took me 10 minutes i'm like come on
2: you know i don't like feeling like a total savage when i am chewing apart the plastic around the tip of the eye drops just to break it free
1: or i just want creamer in my coffee why do i need to go through like
0: four safes Honestly. Remember before the pandemic when people were so bored that they were like contaminating products like ice cream? Oh yeah, and oh, remember that? So that's why that's just See? well,
1: it's because there's a whole Tylenol thing in the seventies. There What's was the- never any it, cotton. There was never anything. Just a little piece of cotton. You'd open it up; it'd be right there. You want orange juice? Open the cap, and there, drink. Those freaking safety caps
2: on them, those like the the, the tinfoil ones, the ones that are like silver, Yeah, yeah, yeah. son of a biscuit, those things are so difficult. I opened a bottle of
0: ibuprofen uh, yesterday, and it had a seal on it. I I knew there was another bottle in the cabinet, and I just went, nope, I'm not doing that right (laughs) now. I'm not doing it right now. I have a raging headache, and I can't. Yeah, that's right. That's why
2: they have them there. It's because they know that it'll give us a headache. We'll need to keep buying the product.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. We're a part of the big machine.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
2: Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Can I get one more in? Let's see. I don't
1: know. Uh,
2: The now extinct passenger pigeon was in all probability the most abundant bird on Earth at one point. God rest its soul, the passenger pigeon.
0: It's 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 still here. You said it's Steve, Steve. Is he's it?
1: still saying Ryan Purpage, God rest his soul. Oh, God, <laughs> he's
0: in the newsroom.
2: Six of one, <laughs> half a dozen.
1: All right, we'll be right back. We'll talk about what we know about Bob Saget's passing as well as Betty White. Coming up next. Good morning, welcome back. You're lab. listening to Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Oh, boy. So we, boy, we're... People were shocked by the passing of Bob Saget, and now we're hearing a little bit more information on his death. I believe they have um, finished the autopsy, but the results are inconclusive.
2: Mm.
0: Is what and they we're hearing. Will, won't know more until like ten weeks or something.
2: Yeah, if you don't get like a, a slam dunk understanding of what happened with that first phase of the autopsy. Then it really does. It stretches Tocic- out some eight ecology. to twelve weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: but I look. I don't know if this is you know good news or or, or bad news. But we're hearing again today um, that there was there were no signs of trauma, no signs of foul play or drug use. Uh, it was around four p.m. local time in Orlando when his body was discovered. This was after hotel staff went to check on him because he was supposed to have already checked out and uh and he had not and his family could not get a hold of him and they say that they uh they did find some medication but it was all like innocuous basic stuff it was ibuprofen antacid antihistamine, and antihistamine yeah. um and so you know and, and him coming home at 217 in the morning i think he had performed in orlando the day before the night before and uh, excuse me, he had performed in Jacksonville the day before, and so I would imagine he's driving late after the show, just to get over to the Orlando hotel, presumably for his next show or next mm-hmm. thing or the airport or whatever. Um, and so I don't, I just say that because if anyone's thinking, oh, two seventeen, that's late, was he, you know, out drinking oh, or whatever? But
1: he's performing,
0: yeah, he drove two hours
2: right from yeah. Jacksonville, yeah. Orlando. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, and then we find out that he had COVID. Mm -hmm. um just not that long before um and he was doing a podcast and talking about how it was really bad news it was bad stuff and he he described the virus as quote unquote not good and um you know and he made some jokes about what strain he might have had and which one opened up for the other one, you know, just doing the comic <laughs> oh, thing. Oh, um, But it's also unclear when he contracted it.
2: Can I read you John Stamos's post? Sure. So the whole Full House team put out a joint statement yesterday. They've also all put out their own individual things, some longer, some shorter. This is a little bit of a longer one, but it goes to this point that we also found out that Bob Saget reportedly had talked to his wife, Kelly Rizzo, on the day that he died. Um, a source says that he was excited after performing a great show on Saturday night, so I read that after I had seen John stamos 's post this morning, which now leads me to believe that this isn 't all necessarily imagined on john stamos 's part. This is what happened uh, it 's a picture of you know, of Bob Sagan and John Stamos together, and he says i 'm not ready to accept that he 's gone i 'm not going to say goodbye yet i 'm going to imagine him out there still on the road doing what he loves with all his heart and humor. He's standing on stage, killing. Another two-hour set in front of a couple hundred of the luckiest people on the planet. They're laughing so hard they weep. And here's where I think it gets like a real account of what happened. This is, this is me guessing. Okay. On his way to the hotel, he calls his beautiful, loving wife, Kelly. He says he feels 26 again, alive. Then asks her to fix up a picture that he wants to post. She tells him it doesn't need fixing and tells him how handsome he is. He tells her he loves her with every bit of his heart. And when he gets to the hotel to put his head on, on the pillow, he misses his daughters, his family, his friends. God, he loves us all so much. And he, he goes to sleep dreaming of when we'll all meet again, and he's smiling. I know in my heart he's smiling, still hearing the laughter from a few hours before... I'm just not ready to say goodbye yet. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe.
1: Oh, my gosh. So it was a really it's heartfelt so post from sad. John Stamos,
2: his buddy. You,
1: you could tell that he was so loved. Um, Jimmy Kimmel talked about him on his show and gave kind of a tearful goodbye. Here's what he had to say.
2: I was going through emails with Bob, and some of them were just funny, but some were very serious emails about life and the well-being of, of our children and how hard it is to appreciate one of those without the other being just right. In one email, we're talking about our kids, and I have it here. He wrote, one night soon, let's go out and have some meat and some good damn drinks and talk about how lucky we are that we have them. We love you, Bob.
1: Hmm. Oh, my gosh. It's so horrible. Oh, man. It's just terrible. terrible. Uh,
2: um. Let's see. here
1: Also, not to interrupt. I'm sorry. I was just going to say I got a little bit more clarification from the Pete Davidson thing that we talked about yesterday, right. where Pete Davidson said that said that he helped him through a lot of mental health issues. He uh, there was an article. Basically, it said that Bob would stay has stayed on the phone with his mom for hours when he would be having Pete Davidson would be having some kind of mental health crisis and Mm. trying to figure out you know what he can do to help or you know it just he just seemed Mm. like a really good human yeah really Mm.
2: caring caring guy um yeah just sad stuff there Uh, meanwhile another bit of television royalty that we lost more than a week before that of course betty white yesterday i was in the um i was in the grocery store and saw People Magazine has a commemorative issue for her 100th birthday. Frankly, it looks like something that had gone to print right before she passed Mm -hmm. because the cover, it says Betty White at 100, doesn't mention anything on the cover, at least that I saw about her passing. So for any Betty White fans out there, if you know of any Betty White fans, it might be a cool piece to go through and grab for a friend of yours and give to them as a gift because it's the whole issue. Is dedicated to her. And it's oh, a wow. life in pictures. And it's, I mean, I, I went through it in 20 seconds in the checkout line. I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool, that's pretty cool. I should have got it for Bradley. I had a thought, I was like, maybe I should get this for Bradley. And then I didn't. Why didn't I do that? I don't you're
0: know. Be more person. like Bob Saget. Be Come more on. like Bob Saget. I know, this is
2: what I'm learning. <laughs> but uh, but uh, uh, with that, we learned her cause of death.
1: Yeah. So apparently, um, she had a stroke six days prior to her passing. Um, this is coming from TMZ. The cause of, le- of death is listed as a cerebrovascular accident um, on her death certificate, which is a loss of blood flow to part of the brain, which, of course, results in brain tissue damage. And um, yeah, so that was six days prior uh, but they, what we're hearing is that Betty was alert and coherent after the stroke, and she did end up dying peacefully in her sleep. Um, this can be caused by that, you know, cerebrovascular accident can be caused by blood clots or broken blood vessels in the brain. So that's just... Sad. Now
2: here is some new stuff regarding Bob Saget that I am seeing just now on TMZ. Uh, the headline reads: "Signs of a heart attack or a stroke, apparent, yeah. uh, according to these investigation sources." Because They's, his
1: hand was like on his chest, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, I guess based on the, the body lang- language, the lack of evidence supporting drug use or foul play, and the position in which his body was found, he was lying face up on the bed with his left arm across his chest and his right arm lying beside him. And we're told that the hand on the chest could point to a heart attack. I'm not a doctor. I don't know if that's a stretch or not.
1: Well, and then there are also, of course, it's speculation and it's probably terrible to do that. But if he had an existing heart condition that he was unaware of and he right. just recovering from COVID, that's true. you know, COVID can cause blood clots. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of like mm-hmm. that going around. But until we get the official word obviously that's kind of pointless to do that
0: hmm.
1: sad oh and and then uh, there's all this um all these photos of John Stamos arriving at the house to you know comfort his wife um Candace Cameron Bure showing up John Mayer showed up at the house hmm. um, it's kind of interesting to see you know who runs in what circles because I, right. you know, I, John Mayer, that's kind of random, right? Yeah, but um, I think Jeff, it's nice.
2: Comedian Jeff Ross, oh, who we yeah. all know from the the roasts, and he, he and Bob Saget knew each other from the, uh, from the comic world. Um, I yes, suppose.
1: yeah, he's and he's a sweetheart. That guy too. We uh, spoke to him one time, and I was like, wow, he was really sweet, Jeffrey Ross. Yeah, yeah, really, really nice person. Seemingly. Mm. I mean, I don't know him.
0: I met him once. Do you like him? Yeah, very nice. Yeah, like just... At a a morning show boot camp thing, he was the comedian. Oh,
1: nice. Nice. And
0: he roasted me. Did he really? Yeah, he said anyone who wants to get roasted, come up into the first three rows. And I hopped up and ran up there.
1: And what did he say about I
0: can't say it on the air. Did it have oh. to do with your boobs? No, Donna. <laughs> it ha- yes, it did, and all kinds of other things And oh what he my wanted god. to do. Oh, and it oh was no. But it was hilarious. I mean, I was l- crying, laughing. Oh it was so god. funny. I've never. I was like, "Wow, what an honor!"
1: Oh my god, that's hilarious, Don. Yeah. Don, she's just full of stories, isn't she?
2: There's a lot more that we don't know about her. When she passes one day, <laughs> I feel like people will come out of the woodwork and say, Oh, yeah, where'd you know her from? Right? She did that? <laughs> she was
1: involved. In, she lived there? Remember Jim Baker? Said she <laughs> Jim was like Baker! dancing with the devil or something?
2: Oh, whatever. yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah right.
0: the, the, the devil was working through me for my broadcast. In Springfield, Missouri, maybe we he'll speak out at her funeral. Pandan- or not his, his um doomsday food he was selling, oh my and he gosh. got wind of it. <laughs>
2: so funny! Today we have lost a great threat to this world. <laughs> oh my god! Devil Lady Dawn McClane.
1: <laughs> oh man, I just oh. someday we should just sit down and ask Dawn like fifty questions.
0: I almost feel very strange about it because I think I need to stop saying things like this because.
2: There's never enough time for us to dig into it the way that we want to when you say it. Because I... we want to set up shop, and that is not the professional thing to do on an entertainment talk radio station, is to do an hour-long deep dive. And,
1: Don, you ever hear Steve talk? He's like the biggest name dropper on the planet. Love a good name dropper. <laughs> I just
0: don't know. It's, it's weird um, that... You know, I've had some opportunities through radio, but also event marketing. Right. That's kind of, yeah. I met a lot of people yeah. doing that and, you know, doing the OzFest tour. Sure. That was event marketing. And, you know, I dated a guy who <laughs> who worked for Merv Griffin
2: oh. Entertainment,
0: and so oh, I got to go really? to the red carpet Lada. for the Grammys and be backstage. And, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I, oh, I feel like an underachiever. No. Donna, you've met a whole bunch of people. Yeah, I don't remember any of it, though. <laughs> That's the problem. Real brain fog today. Why are you <laughs> yeah. off the camera now? I she am? closes
2: this window occasionally well, and here's, I you just guys, stop. I don't want to just
0: look at Steve. I mean, this yeah. is for you I'll guys get to back talk, on. communicate get back with on. each other. All right. Thanks.
2: Yeah, she did once a show, it feels like three times a week at some point. It just goes away. It feels,
0: it's what it feels like. It's okay. I like you guys. Because I don't like having a hundred windows open. Oh, so that's what you were saying in the, this is a show meeting on the air. Yeah. I do a different thing. That's what you were saying during the commercial break. That's fine.
2: I do a different thing. I just started doing a full separate window, like a full separate thing open just for the camera. And then the other one is all the tabs.
1: I'm doing the opposite. Thank you. We When go.
2: we come back, it'll be time for if you see something, say something. Why humans will soon be thanking pigs when they pass them on the highway. And also, if you are an alien believer, guess what? Two different people saw from two different commercial aircrafts. We'll tell you about it when we come back. Don and Steve on my talk. Hey,
1: good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Ooh, I know somebody who's going to be kissing a pig today. Hey, if
2: you see something, say Whoa. something.
0: Oh, that is catchy, huh? You, you see in you. So Time for If You, you See something, something, Say Something with Donna and
1: Steve. If you see something, say, say something. something. Come on and party tonight. This is nothing short of amazing. The first man to receive a heart transplant from a pig is alive, and the heart is beating inside his chest.
2: Why has it got to be a man? Am I right, ladies?
1: Well, the guy is a 57-year-old who had a life-threatening heart condition, and So the procedure used a genetically altered pig. It was done at the University of Maryland Medical Center. And it's just a miracle. I don't quite understand it. But we're not doctors. Correct. Or scientists.
0: Speak for yourself.
1: Yeah. So, yes, uh, it was the first successful transplant of a pig's heart into a human being. It was an eight hour operation uh, took place on Friday. The guy, his name is David Bennett, senior, was doing well on Monday. So yesterday it creates the pulse. It creates the pressure. It's now his heart. It's working. It looks normal. They are thrilled They also say we don't know what tomorrow will bring us. This has never been done before.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Side
2: effect: He hates bacon now,
0: (laughs) and he also demands to eat from a trough. I knew it. Guys, oh man! His
2: wife just brings him like a window planter box. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Oh no! Puts oatmeal,
2: (laughs) random bits of carrot.
1: He's rolling in the mud. I mean, this could go on for, <laughs> for, for forever. Um, so scientists have been working really, really hard to develop pigs whose organs would not be rejected by the human body. They've accelerated um, this research in the past decade by new gene editing and cloning technologies. And this comes just months after surgeons in New York successfully attached the kidney... Mm. of a genetically engineered pig to a brain-dead person. Wow. So, obviously, the hope is that procedures like this will be, you know, a new era in medicine Mm. when replacement organs are no longer in short supply for the more than, I don't know, half a million Americans, I believe, who are waiting for organ transplants. So I just thought that was really neat. Remember when we had the woman who had the first successful face transplant? Or was it a guy?
2: Wow! Remember
1: that whole thing?
2: I don't remember that. It's amazing, though. I'm reading up about this guy, though, who got the pig heart transplant. His friends say he's a real ham.
1: Stop it. Okay. This guy decided to gamble on the treatment because he would have died without a new heart and he had already exhausted other treatments and he was too sick to qualify for a human donor heart. Oh, my gosh. But
0: still, the prognosis is up
1: in the air, you know.
0: And they're encouraged that they'll be able to make other, you know, organs for all the people that need them.
1: Here's a stupid question. I'm just going to say it.
0: Ooh, good. I love this.
1: I know that they started making, like, the technology is being worked on for 3D houses. Like, they're starting to make them 3D houses. 3D printed Mm. houses? Yes, thank you. 3D printed houses. I know
2: where you're going.
1: What what
0: if?
2: What if we could print a heart?
0: Well, you can put, actually, I know the answer to this because my ex-co-host... From a radio show I used to do, he now he left. He went into the military. Now he works on the machines that uh, make um, uh, discs for your back. Like oh they three D print those and and um, vertebrae and things like that, and they're made here in Minnesota. Oh, is it like, the, like Medtronic? Mm, I don't know, but he fixes those machines when they break. So oh. he's obviously way beyond being a radio please don't yeah. do that wow. anyway um i just thought that was amazing and what what's unique about it is that um they're very porous these pieces of plastic it's not just like a piece of plastic so that it will grow the tissue will grow to it and stick to it wow and,
1: yeah see, like if we could do that i wonder if this is in our future well not mine it will <laughs> be long gone
0: but oh, don't sell yourself short donna well steve always does
2: I'm reading up a little bit more about this man Are who got you? a pig heart transplant. Mm-hmm. Let me see here. It says, oh, his favorite song mm-hmm. is Nellie's It's Getting Hoggin' in Here.
1: Okay. Why you got to be like
2: that? I'm celebrating this guy. Pig man forever. This is great. I think that this is really great. No, I, this is incredible. I have a friend. I have a friend who works in the world of pig science this is not a joke so i think this is wonderful this is great his favorite movie wild hogs that john travolta movie yeah his favorite tree he says is a tie it's a sycamore tree and then a big sturdy oak tree
1: <laughs> stop Oak.
2: I have, I'm so happy for this guy. I think it's yeah, amazing. Science it is, is incredible. Amazing. And I do, Truly. and
1: I, I mean, how wonderful would it be if this, you know, lasted for 20 years or so? It'd be fantastic.
2: Do you know, they have a thing I was just thinking of, if I could have a part of a pig transplanted onto me, I would choose the ham. So the butt, you know, I'm trying to get a bigger butt. And there's a thing at the gym where I'm working out. If you see something, say something. It is called, uh, uh, a, uh, the booty builder. That's what it says, big letters on the machine. So you go and you sit down, sort of all, almost like you're laying down, but not quite. You're on a little bit of an incline, and then you seat belt in. You seat there's a seat belt that goes around your mm-hmm. your pelvis area or like your your front hips, whatever <laughs> your front pelvis. And then you do your like the butt. hip the hip raises is there a the back hip pelvis.
1: <laughs> Just checking. I think
2: maybe that's where the pelvis is. Doesn't matter. Science. You go and then you belt in, and then that belt is you change the amount of weight, and then you're doing hip thrust, which is really specifically working on your butt muscles. So,
0: doing a dip,
2: generally, ladies do it, but I'm interested in you know, belting in if you catch my drift. (laughs) Do you think I should try that next time I'm at the gymnasium? Absolutely, yes. And please
0: give a full report and put it on Instagram. Thank you. Uh,
2: speaking of video, really quickly, a I posted this up on the show links page. There's a pilot, two different passengers on two different commercial airlines claim to have seen some sort of unidentified flying object already in the first week of January in 2022. I linked up, there's a video of what this pilot from a cockpit sees. He's in a commercial aircraft. It's multicolored lights kind of comes on and off, and he can't quite make out what it is. So if you uh, need some alien fuel, go check out the show links page. Watch the video for yourself.
1: Could it have been the Northern Lights? Donna. I'm sorry.
2: Bye, Don. Thank you.
1: Bye, Bye Don. And um, when we come back, DJ Rock Lobster, we'll have a okay. dirt alert and we'll have some more music news.